podcasting from Northwest Pennsylvania. You're listening to the Gen Extra Podcast, a show about Generation X, movies, technology, weird news, and anything else they feel like. Join them every Monday morning. Now, here's your hosts, Dave and Joe. All right. Welcome back to the show. If you are a uh, longtime listener, welcome back. If you are new to the show, thanks for joining us. Joe, how's it going? Hey, hey, good, good. I am coming to you live, live from my new house, home. That, that is home. correct. I, you you right moved. Ahead. The saga yes. is over. <laughs> finally, finally. Now, admittedly, admittedly, my new, or my old, sorry, not my new, my old place, and partially my new place, mm-hmm are still kind of torn apart. I mean, this is a fresh move. I mean, we moved uh, today. They were recording this is March 4th. Two days ago, was it? Yes, we moved two (laughs) days ago. We moved on March 2nd. It's March 4th right now. You know, my wife has done a great job, probably, and I'll admit completely straight up, she has done, at least in terms of like the unpacking space, has done more than I have because I've been tasked or assigned to other responsibilities uh, right. <laughs> because setting up your computer. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's just say, let's just say that um, my version of unpacking and, and getting things done in the house right. is a little bit different. TVs, video games. <laughs> and, and also there could be a little bit of like, she, um, we might not have the exact same opinion on, on how to do certain things. Oh, you don't want to be unpacked or excuse me, un- unpacking the, uh, the plates. Cause it's just going to turn into a, 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 a debate, we'll say, on oh, what cupboard yes. they go in. I just, yeah, let her do all of that. Nope. I, I was, I attempted that for about five minutes. It mm-hmm. lasted all of, it didn't I'm even done. last five minutes. <laughs> yeah. We have, so we have like a pantry in our new place, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I saw, I saw the, the, like the, the non cold item, like food sitting there, right? So, of course, I'm like, okay, well, I'll put this here. I'll put this here. And I got the, what are you doing? Yeah. what, Joe, why are you putting Ziploc bags in there? They don't go in there. <laughs> it totally was that moment. It totally was that moment. She's like, that. that is completely incorrect. I'm like, like, I don't know. For the, isn't that what this thing is for? Yeah. <laughs> Just for all the stuff? Yeah. That's that's how I unpack. Yeah. That's canned goods, uh, bags, cups, whatever, man. Just put it in there. Like, yeah. It's a shelf. <laughs> Yeah, I would say, yeah, uh, Carrie's definitely more uh, organized in that sense than I probably am too. So, yeah, yeah, she's much better at that than I am. Uh, but no, yeah, my, my job's moving was always the, uh, you know, the, the heavy stuff and hook up all the electronics because I can do that kind of stuff. Well, I had told you, it's interesting you bring that up because I have a short story that people who are DIYers might find interesting. Mm-hmm. It, maybe you've run into this with houses before. So, as with any house that you buy or that you move into or you rent, whatever, it doesn't yeah. matter. Just as long as you're in a new place, there's always a little bit of an adventure in trying to figure out the, the history of, of how things in the house were changed or set up or, or, or yeah, wired, wired, yeah. which is, is actually, is actually what we're going to be getting into. Oh, okay. Yeah, like so, a, a mysterious light switch somewhere. You're like, what does this do? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So one of the Wait, first, exactly, very first things. Is that what happened? Was, not lights. Oh, oh okay. we're talking. We're talking cable, or as 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 we, you know, those of us who grew up in the you know eighties and nineties and two thousands before everything was like before more things were wireless or people were just using apps mm-hmm. like the coax, like the coaxial cable, right? Yeah, which is what you would have used before. Well, it's still used today, obviously. But anyway, so first thing I noticed is that this house is because this house is fairly modern. 
this was this was of the age when this house was built they had finally started putting coaxial drops in all of the rooms right so if you've got that for those who know what i'm talking about it's like the little uh the little round screw in for the television yeah, right like you have like the yeah like the male end is is sticking out of a plate on the wall right i yeah. didn't have to run any myself so in my old house i had to run coaxial myself to mm. get to like the to get to get to our cable provider set top boxes. Sure. I didn't have to do that here. But the very first thing I noticed was that I could only get a single jack in the entire house working. Oh, really? Yes. So, oh, man, how do you and trace that, was, that? And this is where I was like, what do I do? Right. So I found out that I could, because I had Spectrum, who's our cable provider, transfer our service to the new house. And I got the, I got the cable box working, the set top box. So, like, you know, we could watch TV here. Right. So, yeah. Boom, that's done. But I also have to get the internet working and I can't get any other drop in the house to work. So I'm going, okay, what do I do? So quick version of this is this, is that is the quick version of this is this. Um, I found where the spectrum provider or cable provider, you know, where the cable penetrates the home. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I, well, I pull, mm-hmm. <laughs> I pull those ceiling tiles back. Yeah. I pull those ceiling tiles back and I find and I'm not surprised by this at all, that at some point in time, during the, during the craze of everybody getting off of cable and switching to satellite, somebody had removed every single connection to the house for cable. So inside, so inside the drop ceiling, there was like a splitter box that drove the coaxial to the rest of the house. Now, luckily, what they had done is they only removed the ends. Like they just unscrewed the ends from oh, like the, off splitter the splitter box. Okay, so they didn't cut them. No, they didn't cut them. They right. only unscrewed them from the ends. Right. And when the satellite provider came in, of course, what they did was they they had their the satellites coax come in, and they put their own splitter box in. Of course, yeah, they're going to want to run their own lines. Yeah, yeah, they are. They they refused to use the splitter the splitter block that was there already. They put their own in, and what do they do? They only screwed in like one or two, just the ones they and needed. Then, yeah. Yeah, just just the ones that the family at the time had probably said these are the ones we want because yes, there is a factually a factor of modern, especially with modern digital coax, where like the more splits you have, the worse it gets. Yeah, that is a thing. So and then when Spectrum came back in years later, so got, also keep in mind, so the, all of these old connections that used to run to the walls are just hanging there, right, disconnected, mm-hmm. right. So when Spectrum came back in, they were like, well, I'm not dealing with this, right? Well, I'm not dealing with this mess. So they okay. punched their, they punched their own uh, single single line through the wall to the same location where all these connections are, and then wired up a single connection. So, so there was so, there was so one what? connection running in the whole house. <laughs> yeah, which explains why every room had a dead coaxial drop. So, so if you want like a if you want like a spectrum box in you know the bedrooms, uh, can it can it be run? Can they trace it? So the good news is yes, okay. even though they're not labeled, every room's in this house, every room's drop is still in the ceiling. I can okay. see all of them hanging there empty. Just finding out which one goes where. That's the thing. It's like there's enough in this house to be annoying. It's not like there's hundreds of them, right? But there's enough that like it, since it's not labeled and I don't have a coax tester, when I wanted to get a single just a single drop working in a room, I had to hook my equipment up to it and try one wire in yeah a, so i was gonna say you, try another wire you'd have to like hook up like a something to to feed that line some sort of video and then put like a tv on 
everyone until yeah. you figured out which one it was. <laughs> That's what I ended up doing. I That's ended hilarious. up using the I ended up using the internet device and I and it and I, you know the cliche that oh it's the last it's the last cable because I needed to put internet I needed to put the internet drop where I'm at right now physically. Mm -hmm. It was the last wire, of course, of course, every single time. Ugh. You know, so the good news is I got two of them hooked up. I don't even know if I'm going to hook up the rest of because of signal degradation. But at the, only, the lesson, the whole point here is that like with every house. It doesn't matter. You can't, you can't just walk in and use it. You're going to have to reverse engineer the last 20 years of whatever somebody did in the walls, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Especially like you said, when someone switches cable providers, uh, you know, from one to the other, they, they want to run their own lines. And then, yeah, then you're just left with this, this rat nest of, of where the hell these cables are supposed to be going. Exactly. But it is nice that they have it hardwired like that into the wall because, you know, like you said, back in the day, you'd have to run your own. And either it was did, like, yeah. it was either dangling just this, this stretch of like 10 feet of coax yep. coming out of the wall. Uh, or you were like trying to like, like stuff it along baseboards. Like yeah, trying, and trying hide to hide it. it. Yeah. yeah. Like jam it into like, like under, like next to the carpet. And yeah. Like, there are, yeah, there are definitely things that I've done to try to hide coax before. So this house is wired up for it. I don't know if I'll do any more than two drops, maybe three, but yeah, everybody that comes in does their own thing and you got to figure it out. Yeah. So aside from the, uh, the, the coax blunder, how did the move go? I mean, you had a moving company move everything for you. So we did, we did. Uh, I mean, you, it went great. I, all things considered. The only thing I can say is that like nothing, this is, and I think I talked about this maybe a couple years ago when we were doing, when we first started the show, when you do a move, you, you're not, you're never shooting for a hundred percent, right? If the moving company gets 99, 98% of your stuff there in, in working order, you've, you've passed, right? Because these guys work fast, they work efficiently. There was one, one issue with the drawer, that's it. One issue with the drawer where it didn't go back in appropriately and it, it was hanging off the track. I would say in the entirety of everything that we own between, you know, between plates and boxes and the kids toys and shelves and yeah and, everything tables and, and everything. chairs couches yeah for just one drawer to not go back in appropriately i think is pretty good so I, i'll say that's a very successful move the challenge for us now of course is unpacking and trying to actually organize the house but here i am yeah who is your moving company there is a um there is a small moving company here uh up here in northwest pennsylvania called uh I think it's called it's Tri-State Movers. Okay. Well, there you go. There's a shout out for Tri-State Movers. There you go. They're so not you, they're not sponsoring this podcast, but uh, nope. good job on moving. But I appreciate. <laughs> I do appreciate. I do appreciate their help. They did a good job, and uh, we got everything in. Yeah. So there you go. If you're if you're moving and you don't want to do it yourself, uh, and you live up in the Erie area, I guess try them out. Yep. There you go. So uh, we have a couple. We do have a couple things slated for the show. You actually found a list on on like pro tips for moving. <laughs> yeah. Now we're going to make sure that pro tips is definitely going to be in quotation marks because we'll go through this list. So if you have a move coming up, we're going to go through a list of probably uh, helpful tips for moving, but there's also some in here that I'd say are definitely more life hacky and I'm going to argue aren't worth your time, but I think they'll be funny. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need to spend too much time on that, but uh, I think it's interesting to hear because I have moved a lot and you know, maybe some of the stuff I could find, you know, that maybe would have been useful for me, or maybe I've already done it, or absolutely ridiculous. And, I guess. And we'll right, out. there's gonna be there's gonna be some in here we're gonna get a good laugh from. Good. We are gonna mention 
uh, an update on the Penguins. We mentioned last episode, if you yes. listened. And I have a, I have an interesting Bigfoot story, which I'll get to. And I have one. We, we, yeah. And if you listen to the show, we love hate. We love hate Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is pretty funny. It's stupid. Uh, but, and then we, I have one more story about a, uh, a poor woman who has been scammed on a purchase of a car. So we'll get yeah. to that probably towards the end. So hang in there. All right. So real quick about the penguins and we'll jump into your list. Yes. So again, if you listen to last episode, we were talking about how they were just in a absolute funk. They were, you know, they, they were in a tailspin. Oh, dude, just terrible. I mean, they were playing so bad. People were calling for heads, dude. They wanted the, the GM fired. And since then, I don't know the exact record, but they have strung together some wins. I think last I saw, there was like four or five wins in a row, uh, which is awesome. You know. it, 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 they have gone from at least at what last time we talked, they were technically out of the playoffs technically now we knew that they were like you know, clearly the season wasn't over but they were technically out of the playoffs and they have since they have since battled their way back into right now i think as of today the seventh seed out of eight which is awesome way to go pens uh yes did you see that they got nick benino back i did see nick Man nick benino is nick, coming nick back benino. <laughs> nick, uh, nick, well and of course it, with nick benino real quick background uh, for those that don't know, Nick Bedino was there for the two cup years, yeah, uh, 16 and 17. And he is, I think it was the announcer from India, made headlines when every time Benino scored, because you could look at this up on YouTube, I am not going to do it justice, but every time Nick Benino scored in the playoffs, he would go, Benino, 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 Benino. <laughs> it was great. That's funny. It was great. Uh, but no, he was, uh, he was a great player. He... He kind of made his mark with uh, what was it called like the H HB HBK line. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry if you're not a hockey fan or a Penguins fans. We will move past this soon. But no, they they had like this trifecta. It was uh, uh, Haglin, Benino, and Kessel, and the the other all three of them are gone. But Benino's coming back. I'm and I'm really excited about that. I'm really excited about the way the Penguins have been playing the last four games. They look like they're not a new team, but they just look different. They do. And, you know, chemistry in sports is so big. And sometimes they do this where, especially when like the trade deadline's coming up and they feel like, okay, we need to make some changes. And mm -hmm. they already probably, they probably started putting some of these, you know, trades in motion. And then they started getting hot again. And I worry about the chemistry that they were just starting to get. You know, because yep. they were looking and, you know, they're, they're looking really good. But it, it, like every single time there's a trade, there is now like that, that graph is going to go down because they have to now create some new chemistry again with yep. the new players. So I hope it doesn't end up like reverting back a little bit. I guess we'll see, you know, because even though Benino was on the team before, it's, it's, you know, aside from like maybe four or five guys, it's, it's a whole yeah. new team. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's, but, it's always tough with the pens because you, 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 you they, I mean, you, I think you and I both know they needed to clean house at least a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. And so they have parted ways with, I think two players at this point and replaced them with new, new, new pickups or new old pickups. Right. Yeah. I saw Bluger's gone. I was like, Bluger, yeah, though. he was a good player. Uh, it was, I think, it, I think it's uh Bluger Kapanen and uh, Heinen or the other half, Somebody, 
Yeah, one of those guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was one. There was one Heinen. that starts like Heinen. This starts with an H. The Penguins traded away. Anyway, I, I apologize. We're getting that wrong. We'll try to do this quickly. It's always a balancing act before playoffs. How much chemistry do you remove in terms of picking up talent? Right. And how fast can you get it back? Yep. 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 Exactly. We'll see. But yeah, we can we, we can leave it see. at that. Uh, like so, I don't want to bore people with our our you know dorky penguins hockey chat. Well, well, we'll have to start a we'll have to start a podcast spinoff, Penguins Chat, from two guys who only watch the Penguins. <laughs> That'd be perfect, dude. We should do that. <laughs> no, we don't really know much about the rest of the league. We just really enjoy the Penguins. Now, admittedly, I do watch hockey a lot more than football. I can actually talk hockey. Football, oh, on the other hand, definitely leave that up to people like Ben. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I watch other hockey games. Like, I'm I'm an avid fan of the sport, so... Yep. Uh, yeah, I, I tend to either watch all the highlights from, you know, other games that happen, you know, the night before, uh, or sometimes if there's just a game on, I'll throw it on. But no, I don't do the other sports at all. Like, only home I, team sports on other sports. You know yeah, I mean? exactly, exactly. I, I just don't have the time to hyper-analyze, like, football. I can't. I don't have enough hours in the day. No. Baseball? No. We've actually had a whole discussion about baseball one time on how yes. they could make it better. Right now, right. I do remember that. The robot ump. <laughs> yeah. Strike. Oh, yeah. Get, get the hell out of here. You're out. That was hilarious. Oh my god. You should I don't even know what episode that was, but you should you should back up in the season and, and look for I mean, what, was, what do we even call it? It was like I don't baseball. It was something like baseball. I think the title was baseball needs like baseball. to change. Yeah, baseball needs to change something was like that, that segment of the show. Yeah. Yeah, it was probably a good like 30 episodes ago. You should scroll back and find it. It was funny. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so uh, what do you find on your list, Joe? Some, right, some moving so here we tips. Go. So this is from BuzzFeed. This is 66 moving tips that will make your life so much easier. And I will, I'm going to warn you right now. I think the answer to that question is yes in some of them and definitely no in others. Perfect. All right. So, I, okay, first one, I think this is an easy one. There's a reason why it's number one. When you're moving, you want to give away or throw away the things that you aren't using anymore. I just did that with so much stuff over the past few weeks. I definitely get that. Uh, it, is, it is a good time to purge uh, a lot of stuff that you've just kind of forgotten about. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, that, obviously that comes with an asterisk. Like, oh, here's this uh, uh, white folding table that I haven't used in quite some time. Like, throw it away. Yeah. No, like, that's obviously something you, you keep. But no, I get it, though. Like, there's going to be certain things in your house that you're like, God, I haven't looked at that in, in like three or four years. I forgot it was even here. Well, one of the things that I had done over the last few years that I didn't realize that I did was I had put a lot of clothes that I don't wear that's not like – it wasn't stuff that could be given to, to to charity either. It was like clothes that were either like beat up or they had holes in them or something. And I just started like making a pile out of them in the basement as if I didn't know what to do with it. And when I moved, I realized I was like, why am I holding on to like these jeans and shirts that can't even be given away? It is hard to throw you know? a piece of clothing away for some reason. It, yeah, it was. It was like it's like I put them down there in some in some aspect. Like I think I was like I was thinking like I was either gonna like just wear them outside or in the yard for yard work or something. That never happened either. I know I have the same thing too. I have like a drawer in my dresser with like you know kind of like grungy shirts that like oh I can wear these when it's time to do something gross or dirty. Yeah. And how often do you actually do it? I do don't. That? Maybe you do. I okay, just grab so one out of the either. closet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Trash something newer. And like, you know, my uh, wife's like, why are you wearing your good shirt? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what you end up wearing. So, yeah, yeah I get it. So, because it's comfortable. I get this one. Yeah, exactly. All right. So, what's another one? Let's do a couple okay. good ones and a couple bad ones. Okay. So, another good one 
Um, I do, I do like this one here. We actually use this for some of the kitchen items. Pack the items that you need first, or you need to get back out of the boxes sooner rather than later in clear, in clear plastic. Oh, okay, all right. So if you if you have any bins that you're moving stuff in, and we found that to be really beneficial when we had moved stuff into like say like the kitchen and dining room area. Because it was like, because by that point, by the time the boxes got to the house, even though we had labeled some of them, most of the kitchen stuff was unlabeled. And it was like, what is in these things? Oh, just opening box after box after box. Like, yeah. Where are all the pots and pans? Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, no, if you it. have stuff that you want to get out first, try putting it in a clear, uh, clear bin. Yeah. I remember doing that too. I didn't, we didn't use clear bins because we didn't really have any. So, you know, we would either, uh, you know, we used to go to like, you know, the local grocery store or anywhere and get boxes. Or, oh yeah, of course. Yep. Or you could go to like Home Depot and buy, you know, brand new boxes still, you know, unfolded for like a buck, 95 cents, whatever, like pretty cheap. Yeah. And then, you know, you would take a big fat Sharpie and just write like kitchen plates, you know, oh, whatever yeah, on the yeah. side of it. Yeah. So, I mean, that yep. worked too, but no, the, the clear bin idea, if you have them laying around, so you have to go buy a bunch of them, but that's a, that's a good idea. I'd probably do that. I definitely skipped over. And also to, to your point, I also skipped over like the grossly obvious ones. Like there's, there's ones in this list that are like, make sure you labeled your boxes. I mean, really? Yeah. Who doesn't do that? Are we, are we, oh, right. I mean, even as like a teenager moving into like college, I at least put a scribble yeah, of shirts. what was in the, yeah. <laughs> My lists are a lot more detailed now. Like it might be like shirts that go in drawer number two, you know, but I skipped that one because I mean, come on, right? Yeah, you have like a whole like like an entire list of all the contents of the box. An itemized list like on Excel, right? And I'm yeah. printing it out and, <laughs> hand it, and I'm handing it out to people. Right, here's one for you, and here's one for you, and here's one for you. Oh, I can hear like Joe. This is totally unnecessary. Why are you doing? Oh yeah. This? Oh, she she has everything in her head. Really, she remembers she like what box it looked like, and she did. Yeah, yeah. She she definitely did really really well in that aspect. Yeah, good for her. I'm. I don't know if I'd do as well. I'd have to label it. So here, here is here is one that is it. I, I have to mention it because it seems ridiculous. It's, this is I'm gonna move, I'm gonna kind of pivot into ridiculous because it's a good tip, but also who would do this any different? You ready? Okay. Num this is number twelve of the list. Pack plates vertically like records. They'll be less likely to to break. Oh really? Yeah. Well, uh, I did not know that. I don't know. How do you even put them in a box vertically, like reasonably, without them all like toppling over? This is the difficulty here because you have to get either like specialized like containers. They have like slots in them maybe? Exactly. Yeah. I don't think so. The physics here is not incorrect. It's the logistics that are a bit harder to maintain. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's, that's tough for having to have the right equipment, uh, the right yeah. box. But one thing we used to do when we would move our plates and stuff like that. Uh, we would go down to the uh, local newspaper like machine. Yeah. And either, well, I mean, I don't want to incriminate us, but uh, <laughs> put put like fifty cents in and snag out like like ten newspapers. <laughs> or they had those free ones. It was like the free uh, uh, like local advertisement newspaper. You know, and you just open it up and just grab one. And we would grab like thirty of them and uh, take them back, and we would put those like a sheet of newspaper in between like each oh, plate. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yeah, so they wouldn't bang around as much. And, you know, stuff from like inside of cups and wrap them in newspaper. 
So, oh yeah. yeah, you do the you do the full on wrap, especially if you have like a nice set of glasses or whatever. Yeah. I just got it's funny we, we while we were sitting here, I got the signal from Erica. She she came in and said she we did vertical. I wasn't exactly sure if we did vertical or not. Apparently, how, we did go vertical. Is she still down there? Yeah. Tell her get get on the mic. I want to find out how she hey, did them. Hey, Erica. <laughs> we would like to know for the show. We would like to know what logistically we used. Yeah, to how how did that happen? How did you do it? How did we keep the plates vertical? talking to this thing there's special dish packaging sets you can buy that have like they're like basically sectioned off cardboard so you can stand the plates upright and then i put them in like foam sleeve wow wow that's impressive traveled well. yes so i i will say i i wasn't exactly sure that we did this but apparently <laughs> we did did she get them on like yes. amazon I they oh okay so i do know where some of these things come from yes you can get them on amazon and at any of your because I, I kept getting exposed to this stuff because I, I kept going into the moving sections of like Lowe's and stuff. Oh, they also okay. sell them at like Lowe's and Home Depot and Amazon and everything. They spell special. But here's the thing. This is where like I started getting into earlier. I was saying like it starts getting more logistically challenged because now you're talking about like actually starting to spend more and more money on your move the more specialized your packing gets, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to be kind of prepared as like, and this is all sunk cost, right? Because it's not like, it's not like you're, Steal, Unless you have stealing a newspapers. <laughs> well, yeah, I, mean, I, guess, I guess you're not stealing newspapers at that point, but yeah. also like this is stuff that you're like at least temporarily investing in to make your move safer. That's basically going to get tossed out. So yeah, exactly. it's kind you're of a balance. Burn act. it all. Like when you're done, what are you going to do with it? Yeah. You're not going to hang on to it for, you know, 20 years for the next move. Yeah. Like so it, you, you kind of have to balance that out. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Like, I, I don't know if I would go to that extent, honestly, to, to stack my dishes vertically. Yeah, I, uh, eh. but I get it. I get why it's probably better. So yeah, I guess. Anyway, what's the next? Do you want to do one more right. goodie or a baddie? No, I'm going to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go to a ridiculous one. Okay, and I, Maybe I'll bounce this one off you, and, and and maybe you'll tell me this is a good idea. But I, I I can already see this just being just. This is just silly, and I think there's a better alternative. All right, you ready? This is way down the list. This is fill the nail holes in your previous home with a bar of soap. Bar of soap. Yeah. What? Why? Why not just get nail hole putty? I don't know. Uh, maybe. I don't know. It doesn't I ne even never say heard why. That. This is like one of those stupid life hack pictures where it just shows them like scraping soap over the hole. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it goes on and doesn't like discolor the paint. Maybe. Uh, you know, because if you use like some kind of a spackle, you know, it, it might leave like a white residue. Yeah, it, that's very true. But I will say almost every home that I've ever looked at where they, they use nail nail hole filler mm -hmm. or nail nail hole putty, yeah, I saw that they did it, and it didn't prevent me from buying the home. Right. But I guess if there's, like, a lot of them. If there's a lot, actually, when we sold our, our old house, um, there was, like, over the years, there was a lot of, like, little nail holes everywhere. Yeah. You know, screw holes. Yeah. And I ended up spackling all of them and repainting the entire room because we wanted it to be, you know, clean and, and fresh. Like, we were trying yeah. to put our best foot forward trying to sell that place, and uh, it, it worked. But anyway, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I get it. I, like I said, I've heard people use toothpaste as, like, a, a thing, too, where they literally toothpaste a hole. I've never done that. I think it's weird. I just, yeah, I just don't – I don't think you should be filling up the holes in your walls with soap and toothpaste. <laughs> <No>, me neither. <laughs> me neither. I don't know. I, I mean, it's it. not going to last. I mean, the toothpaste and soap will eventually break down and the, the hole will just be there again. So this is definitely one of those like life hacky ones where I'm like, I don't think so. 
maybe uh, maybe someone can convince me someday why this is a good idea. Or maybe they just make a better product we don't know about. I think I think it exists already, doesn't it? Maybe. I mean, uh, some, something that has that effect, like, you know, fills a hole but doesn't leave, like, a big white streak for, like, spackle. Oh, oh, you're saying maybe there's a third thing out there that we haven't talked about that we're like, oh, we should be using that. Yeah, maybe there's something better out there. I don't know. Yep. But, uh, yeah, let's, what's another dumb one on there? <laughs> okay, this one. All right. Okay, maybe for some reason in certain circumstances this is a good idea. I, I could not have done this. I could not have done this. Ready? Change your address at least two weeks prior to moving. Oh, it doesn't, it doesn't take that long to actually like take effect, does it? No, and and two weeks prior to moving. So all you your might mail. Not even, yeah, you, you're not even done going, with the house yet. I mean, I guess there should be like, I guess depending on the situation, you know, like you, you still have that house there, so you have the luxury of going back for any like you know mail that may still show up. Yeah. But yeah, if you like, if you sell your house and you're like done, you're gone. Like if the timing is is really tight. Yeah, I guess maybe I could see where that could be beneficial. But what if you don't even have the house yet? Like, you know, I don't know. Like, what, if you haven't, what if you haven't legally closed on the home? Exactly. And that, you have mail showing up where you're going. Yeah. And then like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, this fell through. Someone came through with a higher bid. And you're like, shit. Um, <laughs> right. Or the, the bank <laughs> fell through or something happened. It's like, I would not recommend two no. weeks. And it's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I, all my bills are coming there already. Like, why did you change your address to the house you haven't closed on yet? So, no, make sure you're closed, I guess, officially. Uh, and then maybe it's not a bad idea. Yeah, I, okay. And, I'm, and, I'm gonna, I'm and you're going there every day, down. perhaps? I don't know. Yeah, we had, when we did our move, we had more flexibility in that they were gone and we didn't move right away. So I could change my address to an empty house, which, okay, I changed my address to an empty house a few days before I moved. Who cares? That's great. But I wouldn't change it two weeks prior to. Yeah, let's do let's do one more silly one, and then we'll we'll move on. All right, so another silly one. Actually, I'll, let me throw a good one in there. All right, let one me throw good, a good one, one good one silly. Right, right. This actually saved us an absolute ton of time with the movers. We Slip, knew the layout. Them a hundo? It, well, I also you know, slipped them a hundo fifty. Yeah. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> uh, this actually did save us a ton of time with the movers, so we didn't have to play traffic cop the whole time. Uh, we knew the layout of this house we were moving into. So if you have the advantage of actually understanding, which you usually should in most circumstances, understand the house that you're moving over into, when you pack a box, don't just put what's in it on it. Put it where it's put what's where it's going to in the new house. So if you have like like towels, you have like a towel box, mm -hmm. oh, you like make sure that bathroom? box is upstairs bathroom, right? Oh. Yeah, exactly. It saved us a ton of time with the movers because, yeah, we had forgot to label a couple things, but most things the labels are the movers are able to just look at the top of the box. It said like bedroom two, and they would take. Did you that label box the doors as well, like in the in the house? Like this no, is bedroom we, two. We could. That's okay. So we could have, but we just gave them a quick like two minute tour oh, okay. before they start. They started unpacking. So we said this is bedroom one, two. You know, you're like you know what I mean. Just you, you should just have laid did. out. You should have laid out multicolored. Uh, tape, <laughs> like like red tape was like bedroom one, and it just went up the stairs and it went right to the bedroom, and like like blue tape went to bathroom. Com complete paths on the yes. floor, <laughs> <laughs> and they just follow the colors. It would only be useful like the first like two times, and they would just know where it goes. And it would also, and also, yeah, I'm sure, I feel like they would feel like insulted. Yeah, or or, <laughs> or like a uh, just like a, a sign with uh, like wood arrows, like when you walk in. <laughs> 
it's all an old timey sign. Yeah, it's like, like falling, Joe's it's like office to the right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Exactly. That's funny. Uh, uh, yeah. So, what, uh, what's the okay. what's one more silly one? Okay, I got a, then I we'll got a silly on. one here because this is ridiculous. Because there are way better solutions. So, I would only recommend this at the absolute like minimum, right? Like you just know the solution. It's like if you're, so this one here says if you're packing like knives or other sharp objects, like maybe you have like a sword, (laughs) right? It says stick them in an oven mitt. In an oven mitt, okay. I mean, I I get it, right? Yeah. I get it, I get it. But also at the same time, there are a million different ways to handle that. Yeah, you could just wrap it. Like I would probably wrap it in like, I don't know, stolen newspaper and maybe some uh like masking. i love how at this point it's <laughs> still stolen, stolen newspaper, newspaper. <laughs> maybe some masking tape around it to hold it i don't know i don't know i wouldn't be shoving it in mittens or, or uh, oven mitts i i what i wouldn't want to happen too is i mean if assuming your knives are relatively sharp it could come right through the oven mitt right it's not like the oven mitt is like made of made of like leather yeah it's not like a leather or like a this just seems like one of those things where it's like it made the list because it's one of those things where it's like, well, yeah, I could put it in an oven mitt, right? Well, yeah, you could put the knife in a million soft things. A sock? Yeah. A, I don't know. Your, stab, a hockey glove? Stab it into your couch cushion, <laughs> Yeah. right? Oh, that's a good idea. Just shove it into your cushions. <laughs> you forget about them. Yeah, all right. Why is this, what's this knife doing here? Yeah, so, and yes, and this, this list really starts to fall off the hill a little bit here because as you scroll down the page, you get into a, like, they have, like, some repeats. Like this one here is like sticking a knife in. I don't even want to mention what it is. It's a well, it's a feminine hygiene product. Okay. Like who would do that? I don't know, but that's very Why? weird. <laughs> Why? Like this is this is like when we talk about life. Like we talked about life hats last week. They just get to the point where it's like it just becomes more and more like uh, like you're wasting more time doing this. You know than what you actually, are with you know it would work it pretty properly. well. Uh, like empty paper uh, paper towel tubes. Yeah. Like that could work. You know, just, sa- yeah, save just, some for a month. I don't know. Just thinking, and you, just spitballing here. And you're going you're gonna to have a million of them around the house if you haven't taken like your trash or your cardboard out yet. Yeah. So whatever. Yeah. How do you feel about oven mitts? Because actually this, it's funny you even mention that because just the other day I was, uh, I was in the kitchen and I had to get something out of the oven and our little pot holders mm-hmm. were in the wash and I had no choice but to use the oven mitts Okay. I don't like using them. You're not, a, you're not an oven mitt person. I don't know what it is about putting on an oven mitt that makes me feel so unmanly. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm standing with like two big oven mitts on. I don't know. Like, it just, it feels really weird to me. I know it shouldn't, but like, I like just a regular, like, square pot holder. You know, I don't know. Are, am, I, am I alone in this? <laughs> well, full disclosure, full disclosure, I like the oven mitt. You know what I think it is? They're always girly. They're always girly. So I think what I need, I need like manly oven mitts. Oh, yeah. You need something with like hammers on it, right? Yeah, like Jim Beam, like whiskey. Oh, yeah. uh, Guns. Oh, yeah. Anything, yeah. yeah. Skull and crossbones. I don't know. Something that looks cool. A a crossbow. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just a- On your oven mitts. Like Bud Light oven mitts, you know, something that looks- Better than flowers. You, you know that would you know if that was a thing that would that would be an oven mitt that was like also like a beer koozie, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So you I'm could sure if drink. I look on Amazon, there are manly oven mitts available, and I should probably buy some. So okay, I'm I'm checking right now. <laughs> okay, good. 
M- masculine mm-hmm. oven mitts. Ready? Here we Here go. We go. Here we What'd go. You find? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, dude. Yes. Some pretty cool. Yes. Ways. Describe one I mean, cool they, looking They've one. got, okay. So this one, this one is like all black, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. It's all black. And it's got like, um, kind of like a really like rubbery surface, like almost. I would say I almost way I would describe is almost like a yard, like a yard safety glove. Like if you're working out in the yard oh, okay. and, it, and those more heavy duty yard gloves. Oh, do you remember the of glove? What was the of glove? It was like, that. it had like this rubberized like texture on it. This it, is what this is. Yeah. It's rubberized. Yeah. And it wasn't a mitt though. It was like the of glove was a glove. It had five, oh, you know, five finger okay. holes. Uh, yeah. And it was, it, and you could just reach in and grab it. Maybe I should get some of gloves. Oh, it, actually here they are. Oven gloves, 932 degree heat resistant gloves. Yeah, there you go. Yep. I think I might have to get some of gloves. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm looking at these now. Yeah, they show a guy grilling. He's got his of gloves on. Yeah, I could totally <laughs> use those. And I will say too, like my I have big hands, and like I'm like I have to like squeeze my hand into the the mitt, <laughs> and it's it's kind of a, and I got these, and they're not even like full size mitts. They yeah. look like a, they look like a, like I'm making like hand puppets. Yeah, it's right. It's not even like properly shaped for a hand, right? Right. Yeah, it doesn't have like the the of mitt that that we have. Uh, it has like like it's like palm deep. Like it doesn't go like up your arm at all. You're right. Right. They're, it's like some of them are probably shorter. Like mine are pretty deep, but it sounds like yours are short. Yeah, and it doesn't even have like a thumb thumb. Like it looks like a like a like a Homer Simpson mouth. Like it's all like. Oh yeah, I've seen those. I don't like it. I'll just say. <laughs> I, well, I tell you what, I'm looking at various of gloves right mm-hmm. now. I, I it's probably a copyrighted name, but it looks like they there are various oven gloves out there now. I mean, manly as, ones as we would expect. Oh, oh, dude, they have all black, yeah, all okay. black and silver, black and red. Perfect. Yeah, I'm on you, it. I'm, I'm bringing. I'm I'm ordering them now. I'll bring <laughs> them down to you. Thanks. Oh my god! All right, <laughs> cut off on a. Oven of glove tangent. Oh my god! All right. So speaking of tangents, uh, I got to talk about this Bigfoot story. Okay, shoot. Uh, so, uh, as we all like, if you you know been listening to the show for a long time, you know we always always dance around uh, you know the Bigfoot and how much we don't necessarily believe in it. Right. It's fun to talk about. It's fun to talk about. It's also ridiculous. No, I mean, no offense to all the cryptozoologists out there that, that believe in it. You're allowed to. It's fine. But we can <sighs> we can have some fun with the topic. That's right. So I happened, I was on like a Discovery Plus, whatever they call it, like the app. And so like uh, recommended for you, Finding Bigfoot. And we've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how many seasons has this gone on? So I, I pulled up. There's 12 seasons of Finding that, Bigfoot. That means that, that, that tells me they haven't found him yet. They haven't found him yet. So it's been a, been an ongoing problem in this show that they just keep <laughs> looking, but they can't find them. All the signs are there, you know, all the broken twigs, et cetera, that they keep finding, uh, but no Bigfoot. Uh, anyway, I was uh, I was somewhere recently, uh, and I have to kind of keep this vague in case uh, perhaps the person. I mean, if, when I tell the story, they're probably going to know it was them, but I don't want somebody else to figure it out. Okay. So, okay. Uh, I was somewhere talking about Bigfoot. And it, I don't even think I brought it up. I think it just came up in conversation. And uh, of course, I was making fun of it a little bit. And this uh, this person that we were with uh, turns to me and says, uh, I'm, I am paraphrasing because I can't quite remember exactly what he said you know, verbatim. Yeah. But uh, turns to me and he says, well, 
Because you would believe if you came face to face with a Bigfoot. Mm. Yes. Of course, I did like the slow head turn like towards him. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> I'm like, are uh, you talking about something that happened to you? He's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> what? Okay. I'm like, get out of here. I'm like, you came face to face with a Bigfoot? <laughs> yeah. He's like, yep. I'm like, I'm all ears. I'm like, let's hear yeah, the story. I would, I would immediately be, yes, I'd be doing the same thing you were. I'm like, grab the popcorn, you know, I'm like, here we go. Let's hear it. <laughs> yep. Uh, so again, I'm not going to do it like total justice, but the, the effect of it was, so he started out the story, you know, pretty much like nose to nose is Bigfoot. Okay. The, it, it, like the, my, my mind, you know, those like those MMA, like fight posters. Oh yeah. Where they're like nose to nose, like looking at yeah. each other. Staring That's what I'm imagining. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh my yeah. God, this guy was like staring down a Bigfoot two inches away. Yeah. Here we go. This is it. This right? is it. Ready to rumble. And he's like, so we were, he's like, we were at camp. Uh, he's like, and I had set up a, he's like, I had, I had a hammock set up. I'm like, mm-hmm. and uh, he's like, my buddy was like, uh, my buddy was like 20 yards away, like another set of trees. And he's like, we were sleeping. He's like, and I heard something rustling around the woods at nighttime. I'm like, okay. And my, I'm thinking like, all right, when, when did this happen? When, 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 okay. did you see, when did you see Bigfoot? Uh, yeah, yeah. And he's like, so he's like, and I heard my buddy. He was like, hey, he's like, he's like, wake up. I hear something. And he goes, he, he rolls out of his, uh, rolls out of his hammock and he says he hears these like loud, you know, footsteps running off in the distance. Okay. He's like, there's only one thing that could have been. It's like Bigfoot. I'm like, Wait. you didn't come face to face with Bigfoot. You heard a deer or a bear. Like anything, anything that lives in the woods. Like the hype. I got so pumped to hear the story about, about this confrontation with Bigfoot. I'm like, you might be the only person in the world. Who's like locked eyes with Bigfoot? <laughs> he gets into the story, like I said, and then I find out he just heard heard something running off into the woods. I'm like, so all these years that you've been telling the story to people, oh man, it, it it's not even like remotely plausible that it was Bigfoot. I'm like, did it you could find have been tracks? anything with feet? Exactly, anything that makes dude. I tell you what, man, like hearing deer, like I'll walk from my studio to my house, and if it's dark out and I hear deer like crossing the driveway. It's scary, like sometimes because it's dark. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, what is that? And I have to like, I'll take a flashlight with me because yeah, it's a little freaky sometimes. And you know, we do have bear out here once in a while. They get in the dumpster, uh, but yeah. So never am I thinking like that's got to be Bigfoot out there. Probably a bear, probably a deer. Could uh, yeah, could even be like a raccoon. I just don't my yeah. I just don't go to Bigfoot as my default setting. No. So shame on you for telling that lie. <laughs> well, I, okay. So you know what though? This is very, and again, I think right people, I tend to say, I think, think people believe what they believe, right? I don't think anyone's doing it just to get a rise out of people. But I will say though, that this falls right into the same vein as most Bigfoot stories. I mean, look at 12 years of finding Bigfoot. It's all, we were camping. We heard something. We looked outside or we heard, or we listened and it, it sounded like human feet or like humanoid bipedal right movement right or these branches were broken in a way that only bigfoot could break them or we heard a call from the middle of the woods that sounded like oh. something only bigfoot can make right but this but that that person's story is just emblematic of the same type of story that all bigfoot stories are it's all left up to interpretation like they just kind of put their own 
puzzle pieces together to make it sound yeah. like it could be a Bigfoot. Yes. It's like they, where, they, where? they like check reality and, and, you know, all plausible other scenarios at the door. And they just lean so hard on, on squatches. <laughs> yeah. Like when there, it's when like, there's so many more possible scenarios, it's just ridiculous. It's like a flow chart, right? Like you, you know, you get a flow chart that's like heard a sound in the woods, right? Step number two, what kind of sound was it? Step number three, you know, they which all lead to Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like there's like not even any other like like real like animals. There's no on other there. animal or person <laughs> on the chart. Yeah, a human. Yeah, Could have been a it's human being. Ah. Did that ever cross their mind? It could have been a person. I mean, that that honestly would have been scarier to me if it was another person. I, yes, yes. At that point, you, I hope they go the other direction because I don't want it to be a person. No, I'd rather it be a Bigfoot. Yeah. If they exist. Uh, but anyway, all right. So, all right, enough of Bigfoot. People are like, God. So with it, right. Like, <laughs> no, no, I'm warning. No, I'm warning everybody right now. We are not done with Bigfoot. We are coming back. That ain't We're the last time. That's not the no. last time. <laughs> nope. There's something else going to come up. We're going to talk about it again. Yep. Uh, all right. So uh, last story I found uh, just happened just the other day. This uh, this girl, let me pull up the actual article here. Uh, she she fell victim to buying a car from a dealership. Like, okay. Okay. How victimized was she? Uh, well, she, she became viral or like internet famous. She went viral for a little while because like a lot of people, when you... You know, it's it's tax return season. People are uh, people are getting their uh, you know income tax back, and you know a lot of people, you know, the, the, what they want to do with it is is totally up to them. Doesn't matter. I don't care. But what some people will do is they'll say, oh, like I I have some extra money. I can you know maybe buy a car, you know TV whatever it may be. Well, this girl went out to purchase a vehicle, and they instead of instead of paying the car outright, it was a 1998 Ford Escort. Okay. Okay. Which, uh, which uh, retailed or not retailed, but the, like the, the sticker price on it was uh, fifteen hundred dollars. All right. So, the, so it had a, so it ha it just had a flat sticker price fifteen hundred. Yeah. What you said? Yeah. Okay. Fl okay. Flat sticker price fifteen hundred. Got it. And and how old was it? It was a ninety eight. So it was ninety eight. Like, okay. Like Twenty five years old. Is that so right? it's, no, it's not a. It's it's not a new car. It's not a new car. It's worth fifteen hundred bucks. Got it. So for some reason, I'm not even sure exactly how this happened because it doesn't really, like, on, dude, the, there's no article. It's literally just woman buys old car for, and I'm about to tell you. Yeah. Um, oh, wait a second. Expand. Oh, my God. There is a whole article here. God dang it. Oh, oh no. So <laughs> you, this is one of those articles where, like, there was a bottom to expand yep. and you only read, like, the first, like, paragraph because it wasn't expanded. Nice. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, much more than fifteen hundred. Yeah, fifteen hundred. Okay, all right. I mean, it still doesn't explain a lot. But anyway, so here's the reason I'm bringing it up. This is why she went viral. Okay. They they rooked her into the uh, uh, like pay for it over a certain amount of time. And it was like a buy here pay here place. Okay. Uh, they gave her a monthly payment of two hundred and eighty nine dollars. Okay. For a fifteen hundred dollar car, how long would you expect? Oh no. How long would you expect this to go, Joe? Oh no. What was her monthly payment? Two eighty nine. Yeah. So okay. Well, let's just, let's just make it three, and then into fifteen hundred is five. So a little more than five, five, six months. Somewhere right. Let's there. say they want to make a few bucks on you know the the financing. Okay. Uh, we'll cut maybe what eight months tops, like eight payments maybe. That and that still be kind of pushing it, right? Yeah. 
No, they they got her locked in for 84 months. Oh, no. What? Which equals, uh, which is seven, is that seven years? Seven years? Five years would be 60 months. Six years. Yeah, so it'd be seven years. Seven, the car ain't gonna last seven years. Wait a minute. So this sounds wild to me. Like, they got her hooked in for a full, what what, what was it, a five or six-year loan? Seven. Seven-year loan on a 25-year-old car. And and this is actually being reported. Oh yeah. This way. Yeah, yeah. She uh, she wasn't really happy. I don't know how she didn't do the math. Like if, if somebody said that, like you you pull out your calculator and be like, that is that's a lot more than the car's worth. Uh, in case you're wondering and you're driving in the car, it's about twenty five thousand dollars what she's gonna pay for this car. Me, I can't. I just <laughs> cannot wrap my head around the fact that I, I something has got to be wrong here. Yeah, it's, it's gotta uh, be. <laughs> Uh, I could because, have read. I could have read the article uh, had I realized it was there. Well, you just think you just think <laughs> something like this would be like all, would be like the things that we have, you know, like laws against, right? Yeah, that's like that's criminal. That is, it's it's so. I mean, dude, it's twenty two thousand five hundred dollars more, twenty three thousand five hundred dollars more than the car's even worth. Yeah, like, this is wild. Like so, and I like in like Truth and Lending Act and all that stuff. So I would okay. So I'm. I am suspect here for a particular reason oh, of the think, way this is being reported. You think it might be fake? But here's here's why. And, and, I, and I'm not sure what you're looking at, so I can't double check it. But there is something called the Truth in Lending Act. Anytime you get anything on credit, it can be a car or a house or, or you buy something um, or you're given a loan to buy uh, anything, right? It doesn't matter what it is. You're given a loan from an entity. Okay, they're like, okay, we're going to finance your vehicle, right? They must, by law, show you that the bill, when accounting for the minimum payments that you're going to make, is equivalent to X amount of dollars. They must show that to you. For example, when we got our house here, mm-hmm. I was given a, pay, a I, w- I was given a signed legal document. That the bank, and it could this could be a car dealership or a bank, or it could be it could be anybody, any yeah. any this any is, institution. That this they is how much you're financing. You. This is how much yep. your total bill will be by the time yes. you pay it off. Yes, and I had to sign it, mm-hmm. and and I had to recognize the fact that yes, I'm signing up for the fact that in with interest is accounted for, the final bill of my home, if I make the minimum payments, is actually X Y Z, right? Not the purchase price. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so, so either she ignored it or the story is leaving something out like it was a mistake or they didn't show her that or they got taken back to court or something like that, right? Right? Yeah, like you think it would be like eight months. Like, all right, you got eight payments to make. As soon as they said 84 payments, you'd think a red flag would have gone up with this girl. And when they show her the truth in lending, you're immediately, all the alarms should have started going off, right? Yeah, I mean, for $25,000, like, you can get like a half decent, like, you know, used newer car. Yeah. Like that's insane for just a, no, no offense to the, uh, you know, Ford Escort, but uh, that, that's an old piece well, of crap car. Like it's not a very nice car. So here's, here's the part of this that could be true. A lot of, and I'm not, I don't want to disparage certain businesses, right? Because there are completely a hundred percent 
uh, businesses out there that service, you know, like like that sell older cars or sell cars mm -hmm. to people that might can't but can't afford a brand new car, right? We need those services. We need used car dealerships. Like we need that stuff. Like that's not something we shouldn't have. But sometimes these operations do some shady things. Yeah, it's it's happened. I've seen I've seen dozens of case studies, reporting, news, whatever you want to call it, on some of these, uh, just for the lack of a better term, some of these used car dealerships who get away with some pretty wild things. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually skimming through the article, and dude, like, there's nothing that says, like, she was scammed, like, she agreed to do this. Amazing. That's crazy. Amazing. Man. Well, I, I hope it, whoever it is, whoever, whoever you are out there, I hope it works out better for you. I hope something got fixed or changed, because that's, that's, that is brutal yeah hopefully they have maybe maybe there's like a grace period of you know a certain amount of days where you can you know have the contract voided i hope so anything i just i just i want honestly i just feel bad for stuff like that too you know like when someone like gets taken advantage of so hopefully she hopefully that turned out okay yeah is it taken advantage of if you like i guess i guess it still I, would be I, i'm just wondering how the hell it even happened like but i, I, think, there's keep... a, I think there's a line to cross I guess too, because yeah, like if you literally sell a car to somebody and there's, I don't want to say, you know, I'm not trying to be mean, but they're ignorant enough or stupid enough to actually do it. Then yeah, you are taking advantage of them because the car is totally not worth that. So exactly. Yeah. That's, and that's, that's kind of where my head is. I'm like, if you know, somebody's not going to notice something and and you take advantage of them in that manner, that comes back on, not obviously not you, you, uh, that got, comes back on the, the person who's perpetrating the act. Yeah. In my opinion, in my opinion, here we're getting really deep here. <laughs> we are on the Gen Extra podcast. Welcome to Morality with Gen Extra. Yeah, with Joe and Dave. All right, uh, one quick thing before we end. Yeah, uh, you're gonna enjoy this. All right, let me uh, bring this up. I'm excited. Whatever it is, I'm excited. No, you're actually not gonna be excited. Oh no. Uh, oh, so no. during a uh, college basketball game. Oh no. They had a. Uh, <laughs> actually, there's nothing wrong with basketball. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, they had a uh, uh, like a halftime show going on, okay, and they had a dog out there where it was like a frisbee catching dog, and they, uh, they he was you know running around. They, they, the dude trainer was like throwing frisbees, jumping around, catching it. Okay. Well, right towards the end of it, the the dog decided to go to the bathroom on the floor. Oh, I knew it where it was going. <laughs> I knew it. I knew you were gonna do this to me. <laughs> but I, the actually the audio is kind of funny because. Because the audience wasn't. Uh, I'll play the clip here in a second. Oh, okay, you okay, know, the, okay. The you know when you're at a, when you're at any kind of a sporting event and there's like some sort of halftime entertainment, most yeah. people are just BSing with each other. They're kind of mingling, you know, grabbing their snacks and whatever. Yeah. Uh, so you can hear when I play this, the the crowd's just kind of like you know just kind of murmuring, just talking to each other, mm -hmm. and then you you'll hear the point where the where the dog decides to pop a squat. Here we go. You ready? Okay. Okay, buddy. <laughs> One more time. Dog runs up, starts squatting. <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> I like the whole, like, ah. yeah. they got all excited. <laughs> like that. The oh, whole man. the whole thing where the dog's putting on this, like, killer performance catching frisbees. You know, yeah. people, people are like, eh, that's cool, whatever. And it's, it, it decides to take a dump on the floor. <laughs> and they're like, hey, like, this is way more entertaining. <laughs> Oh, oh man! Funny. Sorry, I need oh, I need so to appreciate you. that. <laughs> thank you for, of course, 
with one of your classic Dave moments. <laughs> That's actually two weeks in a row with dog poop stories. <laughs> oh, my God. we're gonna have. We need to do like eight weeks now without it, just okay, to cleanse right. our souls. <laughs> I will do so. I'll avoid them from now on for a little while. That's uh, all. It's all good. Did we actually? Did we go an hour already? We did. Yeah, we're pretty darn close. So yeah, I say we. Wow. Uh, I say we wrap it up, man. All right. So yeah, guys, thank you for uh, tuning in for another one, and we'll see you next week. Talk to you next time.